you're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Okay then, okay then, okay then, okay then. We back up in here. Okay then, okay then. Hey, 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 what's up? It's uh, Chase Holden. And Gerald. John Gerald. Hey, we in the building. It's uh, Garage Guys Fancy Sports Podcast. It's week 11 of the NFL season. And uh, we're back to give you this amazing episode. And let me tell you a little secret. Uh, we we doing this the old school way, back got, back then. The back then, we got the mic out. We in the car in the garage back in Louisiana. Back in oh the boy back in Louisiana. Chase holding his back. Um, there's no doubt about it. Louisiana just passed fantasy sports this year. Uh, we will get it. We get the benefits. We get yeah. the benefits. We're going to reap the benefits in 2019. Chase has been living stationary in South Carolina for a little while now. I've got to play my fantasy sports. I've won my money. And I'm so ready for January to come so that I can continue my DFS game because I'm doing pretty well in basketball. Yeah, if you hadn't realized, he's already became rich and quit doing podcasts because he won so much. It's uh, it's been a, it's been a little while. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's been about a whole week. Now. It's tough to get them big ass them big ass jackpots. Like the, the, the dude uh, a couple weeks ago that won a million dollars on who was the uh, the Dolphins yeah, backup he was a, quarterback no, he and was, like the other wide receiver. No, the millionaire last week was no, a not Chicago last Bears week. fan. A Chicago Trubisky, Bears yeah. fan won a million dollars last week. Uh, he bet all of his money on Trubisky. And Is that the secret? Just bet it on your whole team. Yeah, you could have bet like you could have bet it on the entire well, Saints I, team. I'll be honest. I mean, good. I won. I set my lineup before I left South Carolina, and I bet Drew Brees. And Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. Those are my three guys. Got to be in the money. And uh, I won some money, so I'm not. I'm not too upset. I'm not too upset. I did a pretty good lineup. I'm not going to give you the whole lineup, but uh, but yeah, I won some money, and I can't complain. And you could you could win lineups too if you hit up our Patreon page. Because oh, we, yeah, have, we have a Patreon page now. Nice, nice. Tell me more. So become a patron of our Patreon page. Just uh, go to Patreon, type in Garage Guys Fantasy Sports, and you'll find our Patreon page. We are actively collecting money, and we are actively providing content for the people that love us and that want to see us succeed. So that's what we're doing, and that's how we're rolling. So Patreon, definitely hit that up. Um, and then you know what? There's another company out there that's giving us some, a little bit of a little bit of dollars these days. And that's Stat Route. We gotta talk a little bit about Stat Route. Stat Route is the number one company to get your stats from. If you are one of those guys that love to go around the town and speaking about what's happening in football, and you want to make sure that all of your numbers are correct, you better hit up StatRoute. StatRoute.com. They are the number one source for stats in the fantasy industry. That's all I got to say about it. Um, You can go to StatRoute.com, use our promo code GARAGEGUYSFF, and you too can get 25% off 
your monthly subscription. So hit that up right now. Stat route. How has Stat Route changed your life as far as like watching fantasy sports? They made me more competitive, I guess. Yeah. Give me more. Like when you're playing fantasy, the best thing you can have is probably information, right? And Stat Route gives you all the information that you need right next to each other. So. If you ever just want more information, but it makes it hard to, it makes it hard. Like when you get really deep, and you know what I mean, Chase. When you get really deep into the stats, you end up losing your gut. So still go with your gut, but you still have to sometimes have some stats yeah, mixed in there so that you know how your, your gut. gut needs to go. You know what? The stats are great, but your gut is everything. So when they can make a gut app, we'll probably be the first company. Garage guys will be the first guys to make the gut app, and um, we'll just tell you what we feel from our let me ask you how many people this week do you think had the gut enough to start Nick Chubb (sighs) that's a tough one but you're starting it off real if if we're gonna go from that I'd probably say maybe about 25% because there's a lot of Duke Johnson owners out there that probably felt like we hyped him up last week on Duke yes we We did. did We and did. Uh, we and thought I, I, I did too. How, how can you get mad? Um, if you say Chase, if you on your fantasy team, you're in a ten man league and you did not start Nick Chubb, is that is that not an okay mistake to make? Well, I made a pretty bad mistake this week. Um, I actually started a quarterback over a quarterback that I should have started. Been there. Uh, so I had Trubisky on my bench with 40 fantasy points, and I started Fitzpatrick. Yeah, you were on that magic train for sure. Yeah, the magic train has been, like, heavy. But, like, magic, that was an okay risk because it was, like, what has he done in the past, you know, like, this year, and, like, you never know when his, you know, his crazy games are going to be. Yeah, but I would say yeah, yeah, that yeah. Vince Magic's best games are ahead of him, and or behind him, I'm sorry, let me say. They're behind him because he cannot get any type of pass blocking. All you have to do is rush Fitz Magic, and he turns into Fitz Tragic. It's the truth. And look, we'll talk more about that when I go over the uh, weekly fantasy rundown. That that's a given. We have a, a jam-packed show for you guys. Um, we're going to be talking about some of the breaking news that happened this week. What's breaking? What's the breaking? Let's start there. Well, I will start there, but I also want to let everyone know we have a pretty dope interview with Ross Bolin. It's going to be coming up, so be listening out for the interview. And then we're going to roll into the uh, Fantasy Rundown. So that's going to happen. But we we can't start there. We have to start with the breaking news. The big news is, it's not news to me. It's news to you. Um, Le'Veon Bell will not be signing with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's giving up his entire salary. He wants to be paid as a franchise quarterback. And it's just not going to happen. So for oh, all so you, you say it's not gonna happen. Oh, he is gonna get paid, and that's where we differ. He is gonna get paid. He has done exactly what every year. single no person should have done this year. He's he, done something. The franchise that, tag has to go. I'm on that has train. Made the NFL. the franchise tag has got to go. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to start it right here. I'm going to start it. I'm going to make it into a fucking movement. All right, go ahead. Because if you were telling me I'm a drink beer. that you're going to force somebody to play for you for only one year, 
at a time that is wrong. That is so wrong. You're forcing this man to end his to possibly end his career. You're forcing him to put that at risk. That is not right. That is not a human right. You do not have the right to tell me that I have to work somewhere for a year with no job security and I could end my career in one play. Le'Veon Bell could have played this year and ended his career in one play. That would have equaled up to $14.5 million for that one play. But what if he signs a contract for $105 million for the New York Jets? See what I'm saying? He doesn't get that opportunity anymore once he gets hurt. He had to do what he had to do. Everybody wants him to go to his uh, to his old tweet when he said something about if um, if you don't play a game because of this, uh, you don't love the game. Well, he understands now that it's not about the game. It's about the fucking person, about the money you can make. The Pittsburgh Steelers have moved on from Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, with, with good They with have good moved reason. on since week one. Because they in week one they knew he wasn't coming. There's been two years of this shit, this conflict. And last year they tolerated it. Last year they wouldn't pay him. And this, and year, this year they wouldn't pay him. They had decided, they like, you know what? We're done. We're not going to fuck with you anymore. You go live your life. That's not what happened at all. Figure out what the hell you want to figure out. He told them that. We're going to be okay. Because we have James fucking Connor. James Connor comes into the role. And for all the fantasy owners out there that picked up James Connor. Oh, no doubt. You licked the right pussy. Because, my God. He is phenomenal, and the Steelers have forgotten who the fuck a Le'Veon Bell is, and they don't worry about it, and they don't care about it, because they have everything they need to get to another playoff run. But they have Big Ben at quarterback. They won't ever do it. It doesn't matter. Le'Veon Bell. He falls and chokes. Look, he died last week, and he got back up. He falls and and chokes on that grass, bro. But did he not do okay? He did, but when the time comes, all right, when the time comes. I understand what you're saying. What are you talking about, They completely slaughtered the Carolina Panthers on Thursday Night Football. They they made them look like a joke. For sure. Given James Conner has his concussion now, so there's some worry there. There is a little bit of worry. You have to wonder what's going to happen. If you watch the movie Concussion, you understand how serious this shit is. Because I watched the movie Concussion this week, and my God, I was like, football needs to die. And then I was like, wait, I make my living on football. What the fuck am I talking about? (laughs) So I was then rejuvenated. In week one, the Buccaneers made the Saints look like shit. Okay, it happened. Yeah, okay. All right, you didn't exactly. hear what I so, just said. I understand what you're saying. I'm just you, telling you. You would have crucified me if you would have heard what I just said. Probably so. But, but anyway, look, if, if, if that's the, the main thing is, is James Conner showed the fuck up, and he's going to continue Juju to show Juju has up more yards than, than Antonio. That's great. Juju, Antonio. Antonio has like 10 touchdowns. The Walla though. The fucking Steeler dough. The Steeler dough going to get the Steeler dough. If That's Le'Veon it. Bell was there, Steelers they would have won steal. more games. Steeler's going to steal. If Le'Veon Bell was there, they would have won more games. Are you denying the fact that if Le'Veon Bell was there, they would have won more games? Are you saying that James no. Cotter is, is James as Connor good as... James Cotter is 
Look, is he it's as good been as proven? Is he as good as? I feel like it's been proven that the Steelers' running back position is a system. That's it. It's a fucking suck on it. When did bro. that get proved to a system, sir? If James Conner can do the shit that Le'Veon Bell has done he in hasn't. years past, he hasn't. He's still been balling like a motherfucker. Is he leading the league in rushing yards? Uh, he's close. Does he's close. is he leading the league in uh, reception close. touchdowns? He, for running he back? is behind Todd Gurley and Alvin Kamara. And it's all matters. Elliot. Listen. Uh huh. It's a system. No, it would never was a system when Le'Veon was playing. Le'Veon was playing, it would have been a system. It never He's a little a bit better than Connor. It's it's a it's a Le'Veon's tired. Le'Veon's a little bit better than Connor. He's a little bit better. Little I would I would say a lot more than a little bit, but okay, all right, that's all I wanted to hear. He's a little bit better. Yeah. Little I get better. It. I get I agree but with you. I agree. What with you. matters is is that there are millions of fucking people listening to us right now. They're like chasing Jordan. I drafted Le'Veon Bell. What the fuck do I do now? My Well, team, what you do is you bend over, stick your head between your legs, and kiss your ass goodbye. I wouldn't it sucks say that. so bad. You better hope you got Connor. It comes down you to your quarterback, <laughs> your wide receiver, and you better hope you played <laughs> the waiver wire smart. If you didn't play the waiver wire smart, then Matt Breed is still out there on your waiver wire. Matt Breed is waiting on. You better pick his ass up. That's all I got to say. Matt Breida is going to have a big role in this offense for the 49ers. So don't sleep. Don't sleep on it. Saw someone call George Kittle the number one tight end. Yeah, there was a lot of shit that happened. Monday night's game was wild. Last night's game was insane. Um, I actually beat Ross Bolin by having Evan Ingram on my team. And we're going to talk all about that. But he had OBJ. Yeah. Yeah, he did have OBJ. But it doesn't matter. The big things that matter right now, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about this uh, Bears game last week. Uh, Mr. Trubisky is a real deal quarterback at this point. You can't deny it. He is a QB that you should have in your fantasy lineup because he is fucking killing it in the run game. I've never seen something come this fast from a quarterback that we thought was a pocket guy. He's solid as fuck. I don't know where you have him in your rankings, but I know that I have him very high up in my rankings. I'm looking at him as a guy that can lead your fantasy team through the playoffs to victory. If you want to go and look. Yeah, well... He's had those up and down games, though. Look, he's man. this week, he's going to be playing the Vikings on Sunday Night Football. It's going to be a tough matchup, but I do feel that Mr. Trubisky can still... Run this ball, and he can still be the guy you need to get your fantasy points over 20 points for a QB. He's an over 20-pointer guy now at this point. There's nothing that can He's a top 10 start, I would say. He's up there. For sure. And when you get in that level, the top 10 level, and you can like just continue that, you have no more issues... And you can't feel that at all. So another thing, aside from that, that we have to bring up, is that Marvin Lewis has decided to bring Hugh Jackson back to Cincinnati. 
You need to hire some help to help me lose. He cried so big. He cried so big on Twitter. And, like, he put all of his videos on Twitter, and he talked about it. Hugh Jackson. Okay. I'm just, he I'm talked just... about, like, you know, when he was at, at Cleveland, how he wanted to bring in Carson Wentz. He wanted Carson Wentz to be the quarterback, and the, the team told him no, and this and that. You can boo the fuck who all you want, but you didn't make those things happen. That's what people remember you by, Hugh. Yeah, but you had enough, though. He had enough. So he had enough he's there. He's got a position now. He's back in Ohio, in Ohio. He hasn't left Ohio. He's still there. Cincinnati Bengals. And he's going to be the special assistant to Marvin Lewis for the defense. I I really don't know how the fuck I should look at this. I don't know what I should see. I should see the Bengals going to shit. But the Bengals are already shit. I mean, you saw it. The They're fucking Saints. No, the Saints are number one in the power rankings, bro. The, the best Saints threw up right the now. X so hard. They're they're the best team in the league right now. Woo! Say it again. But were the Bengals? Say it again. Were the Bengals? Say it again. The, the Saints were the best team in the league. Woo! Sound the alarm, motherfuckers. All right. So were the Bengals? Are the Bengals better than the Browns? Now that they have Hugh Jackson. No, they're not. Ohio football sucks. Yeah, Ohio does, football sucks dick. And I am he not just didn't feeling want to no houses. who day. Now, I will be honest. The Browns have a little bit more of a chance now because Greg Williams started the bounty gate for the New Orleans Saints. So He's he knows how to chop fucking blocks. That's all I got to say. He knows how to chop heads off. You and know, that'd be a good use for cryptocurrency. It would be. Hugh, like we Hear should me out, Greg bro. Williams cryptocurrency. Give the idea. Uh, GW crypto. Is that what you? Or should we call it Bounty Gate crypto? What should we call it? Whatever you want to, man. Bounty Gate crypto is the newest cryptocurrency that is on the market. We're now sponsored by Bounty Gate crypto. Greg Williams provides this. And he feels very dangerous because his quarterback feels very dangerous. How dangerous do you think that Baker Mayfield felt on this game? Look, man. I've woken up before I don't know how many times in my life. But if I was an NFL quarterback, I would hope that I woke up feeling dangerous every day. I want to feel dangerous all the time if I'm but an NFL it, quarterback. I'm just saying. Why didn't he feel that every day? Why did he feel it different this week? Was it the coaching changes? Was it you know, the change in the system? Was it the Nick Chubb giving him a chub? I, I think it was the Chubb. The did he wake up chub, with a chub from his chub? Chub and also that like he outperformed Tom Brady, which is crazy if you think about it. The Titans gave up. Oh no, I'm sorry. The Patriots gave up, and the Titans prevailed. The Titans beat the Patriots. Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. Great movie. Great times. Um, the Titans are the shit. Right now they're a dark horse team. Pop that jewel pod. Oh, I'm getting it. Pop it. All right, let's pop it in. Uh, I'm going to wait till you pop it in. No, it's going to be a while. You go ahead. Uh, what are you doing? Are you filling up with different juice? No, I have to... I have to move these uh, the ends of them out. We're gonna take this moment to up. explain how jewel pods work. Yeah, like mine. Um, I guess I didn't clean it enough, and one of the connectors won't come out. So I have to actually take the ends of the jewel pod and extend them 
and bend them outwards so they'll touch. So I'll get a smoke in. That was a simple answer. This podcast is also brought to you by time. Time is one of the greatest assets in life, and we are taking ours right now so that we can make good things happen with a jewel pod. If you could buy time, everyone would sell it. That's exactly. So buy time. Uh, time is great. We're going to crank up the car as well. No, I crank it. Uh, I just almost needed, so? No, I need a power to charge my jewel. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, we got power to charge the jewel now. We're in the uh, the new garage car. So, but yeah, the the real story right now is that the Titans are a dark horse team, and you should be aware of them. Just like I've told you from the beginning of the season, I'm scared of any quarterback that can cut that can catch his own touchdown pass. All right, I'm Marcus just, Mariota just, is always there to catch his own. That's just touchdown the way it's got to be. You've got to be scared of that kind of quarterback. Exactly. You you can't you can't fathom the reality of it but when it happens it happens hey Deion Deion Lewis though alright revenge game he said to and the I quote and I quote he said this is what happens when you you want to have a, a cheap franchise that's what he said about the Patriots that's why he didn't stay he they wouldn't pay him cheap yeah he did and that's Bill Belichick's thing think about it dude who's expensive that's on his roster He's either poached them from teams or taking up a team's shit like Josh Gordon. Bill Belichick can deal with Josh Gordon. He can he can te- he, can, he will have Josh still so wrapped around his that one to smoke pot though. Hey, Josh I bet wants you to smoke. I bet you he has Josh Gordon sleeping at his house. He probably does because <laughs> he understands that if he sleeps anywhere else he's going to get high. Uh-huh. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I will say the other offense is like super high strung is Kansas City Chiefs and their defense sucks dick because David Johnson went as ham. is the Los Angeles Rams. David Johnson, he went ham. He did it. He did a thing. He did a thing that he, he had done a in thing. a long time. He made David Johnson owners be like, "Hey, this is why we drafted you." But you're not gonna do that again. Can I have a beer, please? You think he's not gonna do it again? Thank you. No chance he's going to do it again? Uh, yeah, I think he'll do it again this week against the Vomit Game of the Week. And we'll talk more about the Vomit Game of the Week when we get to the Fantasy Rundown. Who are they playing? Mm. Who are they vomiting on or, or getting vomited on by? Oakland against Arizona. Sounds like a vomit. Okay, let's not lose viewers yep, or let's listeners. Not. Let's, let's not, not talk about them. So, yeah, so David Johnson, he, he kind of made his way back into the league this week. That's good for him. Uh, we're glad to see that. The big story was, though, of all the Vonnet teams, was let, let's talk about the Buffalo Bills. Nathan Peterman was released, and um, he's gone forever now. No more. Sad, I bet you Colin is excited about that. Oh, he is. I mean, you see what Barkley did? Barkley went ham. Barkley said, the, the Bills don't have to be bad. We can make them good. And it, it was a given, it was the Jets' defense. Um, every uh, dude, Jake Seely started the Jake's the the Jets defense. We'll call him the Jake's defense. <sighs> um, even though you won the game this week in the pro league, Jake, uh, you still played the Jets defense and so, didn't start a kicker and still won. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Really Fantasy God, basically mm-hmm. done. Yeah. Like, what's the point? Stop Maybe. being Jesus. All right, that's all I have to say about that. I'm glad you got that out. Yeah, I had I had to get that out. I'm okay. proud of you. Um, so other crazy things. So Nathan Peterman's gone. No more bullshit. We go to down to Tampa Bay, and this is where it kind of hits home for me. Uh, 
Fitz magic is about to become Fitz tragic, and I see it happening slowly but surely. Um, I started Ryan Fitzpatrick this week against the Redskins. What a shitty game. And uh, I could have started Trubisky that got 40 points in our league in the GGF. Yeah, it sucks. That hurts. that hurts pretty bad. So, I mean, I still won by one point against Ross, and we'll talk more about that when we have Ross on, and we'll have him on soon. But, uh, but man, it, it, was, it was rough for me. But... You know when I'm when I'm not worried and when I'm not upset the ooh, 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 ooh. <sighs> breathe it out into the air and let that be known. Um that that's kind of how the Raiders season has been. <laughs> uh, burp to the mic. <laughs> so let's let's talk about this Raiders game this week uh or last week the Raiders played against those Chargers, and Keenan Allen went ham. Everybody knew the Chargers' offense was going to go ham against this defense because this team is just trash. And when I give my fastest fantasy rundown, I I always want to give a little bit of something to the Raiders, but like lately they're just making it to where I can't give anything to them because of how bad and terrible they are. And I just... Do you have any insight on that? It's it's a sad, sad Disney story. It's that worse didn't than go out the way you wanted. It's worse it than to. genocide. It's maybe all I can say is he's rebuilding and let him build. Because I hope that it works out. Because I know they're not going to pay him off and get rid of him. This podcast is brought but, to you by beer. Hundred percent. But let him let him try. Um, can't expect him. Like I expected him to do a lot better with the team that he had because. You've seen Blackjack Del Rio doing things with his team that only gained in the offseason if they would have signed Khalil Mack. Yeah, John Gruden sucks. Bring back Jack, <sighs> Blackjack Del Rio. I mean, when Bring he went back. for it against the Saints, when he went for two that game, mm-hmm. I met him. <laughs> I knew who he was and what he was about at that point. You understood him as a person. Oh, yeah. You got this, to. Uh, this Raiders team is just in full tank mode, and there's really nothing more I can say about them. They're just they're, they're tanking hard. The Raiders are a tank, and that's what they are. And if you haven't understood that yet, then you are just falling and falling deeper and deeper into a tragic hole. But there has to be fancy points come off the game, though. So they're done. I mean, you got Jalen Richard keeps getting a lot of receptions out of the backfield, um, not getting a whole lot of time running, but he gets a reception. So PPR deep league, you're talking about thinking about starting him. Um, I'm, I'm waiting on uh, garbage time for Jordy Nelson. I think it's going to happen before the season's over. Well, I mean, um, you'll some, have at your some ins point, and out. Your, your games it'll be ins and out. Like, I mean, that's a, that's all. You just got to pick the right though. game for Jordy. You yeah, really do, basically. Basically. And, you know, there was just so much other shit that happened this week. But let's go ahead and hear from Ross. And let's see what Ross has to say. Let's see what he's got. So this is our interview with Ross Bolin. Hope all you guys enjoy it. And we'll be back for the fastest fantasy rundown for week 11. 
We now welcome on to the podcast the one and only Grand X Media, the Ross Bowling Podcast, kickstarted TFM, reoccurring guest, Mr. Ross Bowling. I'm reoccurring now. What's up? Yeah, you've already occurred once. I drove, drove up to Austin. was a dope visit. Love the, it uh, was, love it was. The studio's good. Do you still have your Easter shoes? Yeah, they're somewhere in my closet. <laughs> they're somewhere in the closet, very deep. <laughs> very yeah. deep. Well, bro, we, we, we had to we had to reach out, man. We we had to catch up. It's been a minute. There's I know there's been a lot going on with you in the pod, man. Uh how's things been on your end? Oh, very fun. Um I mean you know how it is. The the podcast grind is it's it's different. It's very different. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's fun. I enjoy it thoroughly. And you've got, and, and not only do you have the Ross Bullen podcast, but you've got a whole bunch of other podcasts too. I know you guys do uh, Freeze All Motor Functions. Uh, you and Jared Borislow, I believe is his name. Yeah, that's I say I say Borislow. I'm not actually sure how to pronounce his last name. I, I don't. I, I don't think he's don't sure either. Sometimes yeah. he seems unsure about a lot on the podcast. He's still a cool guy, for <laughs> sure. But but yeah, I just I noticed that Evan Rachel Wood was in Austin, man. Um, and I tried I, to holler at her on Twitter. She didn't respond. No, she said, "What is a she's she's tweeted out something like what does a queer do girl do for a drink in Austin or something uh, something weird, you know how she talks." Yeah, yeah. And I strange. said, uh, "Yeah, she's she's an eclectic." I responded <laughs> to her and I told her to to come over onto uh, Freeze All Motor Functions or whatever, and she, yeah, she didn't respond. That's like the second time I've tried. Third time's the charm, or three strikes you're out one of those two is going to apply exactly and you think with like the number one westworld podcast on itunes For real, she, dude, would, like, she would understand show us some respect exactly one one thing i will say um and jordan i don't know if you got if you got to check out your score but we had a very close week in fantasy this week um i know jordan won by like a point against brandon marianne lee um uh, Evan Ingram for on my team completely disrespected your team in the pro league this week. Um, you you thought that you were going to win against me, but it, it just I didn't did. happen. It didn't happen for you. No, uh, I'm Evan excited. Ingram caught, he caught like 14 <laughs> passes in the fucking last possession of the game. Like, like what the hell? And you had OBJ with his <laughs> highest touchdown game that he's had all season. I was nervous as shit. I'm not gonna lie. Like I was, I was like in, I was in in my room. I was, I was, uh, I was hanging out with my little my little man, and I was getting ready to put him to bed. And I didn't even get to really look at like the game or anything like that. And the next thing I know, once I had him to sleep, I look on the TV and I turn it on. The game's over, and then I look on Twitter and I see you tweeted the the no gif of. Of Ron yeah. Burgundy falling to his knees, and I'm like, "This is good. <laughs> Something good has happened." <laughs> and uh, and I checked it out. I beat you by point twenty. That is one of the closest games that I've had. I think that uh, in the playoffs last year, I beat a guy by point thirty with Devonte Freeman. So wow. that was yes, yes. So uh, it, it was a. Uh, it was pretty heartbreaking to watch unfold, just because it was like I mean, every other pass, I knew it was going to Ingram. Or Odell. That's the only two targets he's got out there. So it was, it was, it was not fun to watch unfold in real time. It's rare that fantasy football will put me in that position, though. Like where I'm that down to the wire on Monday night football in a you know decimal point game that I don't <laughs> even like. I like we it, it, we don't even have 
monetary it's just for pride and i was straight up sweating on my couch like that's well, never no happened. no this is real that's the though. biggest it's, thing though that's the biggest thing is pride when you play and it sucks whenever it gets that close there but is, it's, it's what we play for at the same time exactly and there is a lot of pride in, in this league for sure because we're playing with a lot of big time fantasy football hitters right now um that that we've collected I feel it. that's true and i'm getting fucking smoked and it's it's unfortunate I was gonna ask you too, man, but but I wanted to tell you there is a my prize. My team fucking sucks. Look at this. You, know, I, shit. you you can only blame yourself. I mean, did you have any injuries? <laughs> no, but I could have drafted a running back at some point. Like, <laughs> I have all the best receivers, and I have like three of the five best receivers in fantasy. But I don't have any running backs, so yeah, I lose every went, week. You went heavy, and I mean, you had you know th- this is the Houston fornication episode. Just because you're on it, so we we've dubbed it the Houston fornication nice. episode. It nice. happened, but uh, but there is there is a prize. There is a prize. It's uh, you get a uh, jersey from somebody that is on your fantasy team if you win the league with the GGFS Pro League oh, 2018 shit, champ. Yeah. Okay, never so mind. That's, that's, that's legit. That's legit. And then, okay. and then you choose the charity that you want everybody in the league to donate to, and that's the way we oh, roll. Okay. All right, tight. No, I love that's that. It. That's Honestly, but, my point is it, it just like typically it comes down to, you know, the, the other league I do is me and my college buddies – and it's like blood, dude. Like we we fucking hate each other, so we talk so much shit, and it's just like pure hatred and scum in this league. It's just it's just disgusting. How long? How long has this league been going on? Like seven years or eight years. That that's strong. That's and uh, yeah, we've had fun with it, and so th- it's been interesting doing this one with y'all, where I feel like it's kind of like a professionals league almost. Like I'm obviously not doing too hot, and that would actually speak to the quality of the league i think uh so i'm just saying it's like a totally different type of feel and i was still like you know jumping up off my fucking seat every time ingram caught the ball screaming damn it and shit it, i just didn't know i had that in me i didn't know i was like this deep down the fantasy rabbit hole but it's here I there am. you've been dubbed you've been dubbed a pro at fantasy sports by garage guys fantasy sports so we, we've dubbed you that's, a pro that's all i ever wanted it's in all fairness Hey man, the trophy's yours. You have that at least. But, but yeah, you. it's not looking too hot for you right now. Um, how are you doing your other league? In my other league, I'm doing okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, middle of the pack though. Still, like I won the the league that my other league with my uh, college buddies last year for the first time ever. So I no longer care what happens. I've already. It's like I'm in heaven already. I'm five and five. I, I don't give a fuck about that team at all. This is my this is my important team now. I need a miracle. Wait, do I have to win out to even make the playoffs, or is that even possible? You, you probably need to win out. Oh no! I think, no. I think I'm dude. I'm, I'm two and eight. I can't even win out. There's no way. Oh yeah, and in the pro league, no, no, you don't have a shot. But oh, <laughs> I mean, no. it doesn't say anybody's yet. So I mean, yo, I do not want to get last. I have yeah. lost six consecutive games in a row. That's well, very hard to do. You have to look at it this way, though. You're doing better than Josh Hayes of Roto Baller, which he does this for a living. Um, I'm pretty sure you're doing better than Brandon Marianne Lee. She she's she does this for a living. So I mean, I mean, at least at least you're like right in there with them. I mean, you, you you're, you're over them, I guess. Maybe I'm not over them. We had the same record, but I'll still take it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right there with them. You're running with that pack, man. I mean, th- those are two pretty That's big true. fantasy ballers. That does say a lot. It's like I'm. Um, the opposite of guilty by association. Like I just, I just look more knowledgeable by being close to them on the standings. 
Exactly. I mean, out of 12 people, I mean, I would, I would definitely hold that dear to your heart for sure. <laughs> you have to do that. But, uh, but this week, uh, I know, I know you're a big Texas fan. We, we got to, we got to hit you up with the, with the cool logo. I saw you use it on Sunday. Yeah, dude, um, I'm going to bust it back out this Sunday too. Hell yeah. I, I appreciate that. Sorry, you needed it, man. You need it. I know you're a huge Texas fan. You're originally from Houston. We talked a little bit about the Rockets the last time we had you on the pod. Um, but but let's let's dive into this week, man. I know your Texans are going to be facing off with the uh, the Redskins, I believe. Yeah, coming coming off our bye week. Coming off the bye oh, week. Come again. Were you saying that this is going to be a bye week game, or coming off the bye week? Oh, They're coming, coming off, off the bye week. Coming off the bye week, uh, you guys, Demarius Thomas, we, we got to see him do his thing against the Broncos. So he got his revenge game, like, right away, um, as you would call yeah, that it. Was, that was crazy. Normally it doesn't happen that way. <laughs> how how are, are you excited that you have Demarius Thomas? Uh, yeah, especially after losing Fuller. Like, I don't think people fully, no pun intended, understand the importance of Will Fuller within that, <laughs> within that offense, dude. He is – so fast and has become such a more proficient route runner than he was than he was in college, and he, he's the dude who opens up the field every single play. He's the reason D Hop can get you know fourteen catches a game or whatever. So losing him was bad, like a lot worse than I think most people were willing to admit. That's why that was such an important pickup. Uh, I mean, he's old, but he's got he's got some usefulness in him. Um, he- I no will reason, agree. No reason he can't contribute. I will agree, and I like him. I mean, especially – I mean, because they, they've had a good bit of injuries with their receivers this year. And, you know, everybody wants to see Houston win just because I'm – I'm a Deshaun Watson guy. Um, I had him – I got to get him last year. And having him and then when the, when the ACL happened, it pretty much, like, shot me to pieces. But, I mean, I bounced back, and I still Dude, won the how league. Dude, how fun – Dude, I won my league. He was my quarterback, too. Real shit. Yes, swear to we'll God, see. those those like four or five games where he was on fire were the best four or five weeks of my life. <laughs> it was written. It was just written, man. It was written. So so D. Watt. I mean, he he obviously he didn't perform very well in the beginning of the season. He's he's just now kind of starting to come around a little bit. Um, because we talked about it a lot. Me and Jordan were were constantly back and forth on how he was going to perform. And I mean, it was just like. It's not what you signed up for, but I mean, then again, you also have to remember, yeah, he did have that injury, and he's coming back off the ACL. How is he going to do? Nobody really knew, but I'm I'm glad to see him finally getting back into his own there, and especially with them right now competing because that that a I think it's the uh, AFC, yeah, AFC South is yeah, we uh, fucking our division is shit. It is shit. And, and I didn't trash. expect that. I thought the Jaguars were going to do work again, but they they've lost their their sense. Still, they're they're still hungover from London, getting arrested, yeah, and everything else. That <laughs> out the, tit- the Titans might actually be good. Nobody really knows. It's very they're confusing. a dark horse team, man. They're a super dark horse team, and like people, uh, people don't give them enough credit. I mean, you see what they did last week against the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, they made Belichick bench Brady, and that doesn't happen often. Dude, their defense is not a joke uh, at all. Um, they fucked us up real early on in the season, like game two, I think. And uh, that was that was about the time I hung up the phone on this season. I was like, I'm done. Fire Bill O'Brien. <laughs> like, we're done here. This is this is trash. 
And then when we started 0-3, I really hung up. Like, I was totally out. Like, totally out. It and scared we, me. We, our, our division is so bad that we've won six games in a row. We're, we're going to win the division and inevitably go and win a, a, you know, a wild card game against the Bengals or some shit. And then, uh, and then we'll get beat 35 to nothing by the Patriots on national TV. And then we'll go home. And that's, that's, that's what we do. That's our fucking place in the NFL. Um, well, I mean, you can look at six and three right now. Titans are five and four. Colts are four and five, and the Jags are three and six. And who would have thought the Jags would have been at the very bottom of this entire AFC South? I never would have saw it coming. Um, it's just they—they they got so close to that Super Bowl. I think they're experiencing more of a hangover than the Eagles ever could for winning the Super Bowl itself. So, I mean, it's just that—that's like really getting ahead of yourself before you're even there, dude. You know how? Like, all right, put it this way. If the Jags, if the Eagles are a much better team than the Jags, and the Jags came that close to getting to the Super Bowl or whatever, uh, then they had to expend so much more energy than the Eagles did, right? Because the Eagles are just a yes. plain, flat-out, more talented team. That feels like that's what happened with Jacksonville. Like, they just burnt out everybody on the entire fucking offensive side of the football. Well, except for Fournette, but he just keeps getting hurt. Yeah, he, he can't he can't stay healthy, and that was my big concern with him all year with people drafting him. I was just like, I think he's going way too high because you have to factor in. People always talk about it all the time. You can never factor in fucking injury and all that shit. Yeah, you fucking can. You can factor in injury all you I want. Think, because I it- think you can with certain guys. I absolutely agree with you because there's, there's certain guys where you're like, I don't know. This is a dude. David Johnson felt like that for me this year. Like drafting him in my other league felt like a risk that I knew I was taking because his team is shit and he can't stay healthy. You listen. You listen to the Garage Guys podcast then because we talked about that all the time. Jordan Jordan has a lot to say about David Johnson too. We both. I actually am going to be winning a pair of uh, Westworld shot glasses, but from what? the Sleeper Wire show because I in the in the Sleeper app. I told everybody, hey, get ready because Alvin Kamara is going to outdo David Johnson this year. And everybody was like, there's no way in fucking hell that's going to happen. Oh, everybody, they called me a clown. They called me an idiot. This, and I, said, I said, look, you have to look on the outside aspect. There is literally like no chemistry on that Arizona Cardinals team. There's none. I was like, the new coaches, new quarterback, they don't know what the hell they're going to do. And now people are just like, damn, that, that guy was right. So I have him on oh, the way. Oh, that was so, so spot on. So spot on. And and so, with, but now David Johnson, I mean, he's got a pretty decent schedule coming up. He's going to do a little bit better. So, I mean, you, you have him in one of your leagues, obviously. So you're going to see him. Given a little bit more. I mean, they're playing the Raiders this week, man. God, I hope you're right, dude, because I, I need it. This is not – I mean, it's I'm, – I'm, you know, it feels nice to have won a trophy or whatever, but, like, I would like to defend it if I have the opportunity. So You have to. Well, Jordan knows I need, all about I need defending. Him. I need David Johnson. Jordan, tell him about your, your other league that you're in outside of the pro league right now. He is He's won it two years in a row. Uh, people that are in his league, they listen to this podcast. They basically have made a complete joke out of him, and he's 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 working his ass off right now to get. I'm trying everything I can, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really good. My draft this year, my draft this year was just shit, man. Uh, I don't know what I did. No, not really. Okay, not even my draft. Every every game I've lost in this in this league, 
if I would have started the right players, I could have won every single one of them. And that's worse than losing by a point every single week. I'm just oh, making that's, bad. That's that's worse than a bad draft. That's just bad management. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's horrible. And it, like even this week, if I would have just started uh, Matt Ryan over Cam this week, because I thought Cam was going to throw the ball against Tampa Bay, like everybody else has. I mean, he he did decent, but if I would have started Matt Ryan, I would have won again this week. Ugh. Especially with the quarterback position, that's such a shitty spot to be in. Just I hate. Like, because those are both pretty. Those are both. You know, arguably tier one A quarterbacks that you're having to pick. Yeah, they're both, they're both top ten, and you don't know. You just gotta like kind of play it off the defense. And I thought, I thought that's what I was doing. But like at this point, I just need to get rid of Cam because it's like Christian McCaffrey, man. He's so much of a dog. He's taken away from Cam Newton running it in. I know Cam's ran it in a couple times this year, but like he just Christian McCaffrey running that ball. I don't care. Like, I know he can catch out of the backfield, too, but the way he runs that ball, he, he scores some fucking points. Like I mean, he's, when he's catching out of the backfield, he's, he's running. He's running football. That's like, you know, most of those passes to him are three feet. He's just yeah. standing there. And then uh, he's like Mighty Mouse out there. You're right, though. But the cool thing is, I mean, it sucks for fantasy, Cam. Fantasy-wise, Cam, definitely less valuable as a result of McCaffrey. But career-wise, he'll play longer he, he might get an extra season or two out of his legs because McCaffrey is there to share some of the load. Exactly. Dude, and we, he, we yeah. thought he was going to burn out so fast. If he didn't yeah. get somebody in there. And we thought that river riverboat Ron was going to just keep letting cam do that at the beginning of the season. That's why we were a little bit worried about McCaffrey, but now it's just like, Oh shit. The tables have turned riverboat. Ron has, has awakened and he is propelling that boat to victory or trying to, at least if he can <laughs> defeat the saints. And I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Can we just talk about the fact that cam Newton jumped on a fumble just so he wouldn't catch shit from reporters. <laughs> Dude. He jumped on that. I think he was there last week or the week before. There was a fumble. You know, in the Super Bowl, he didn't jump on that fumble right. against uh against the Broncos. And he, he came out and they asked him, What were you thinking about when you jumped on them fum- on that fumble? And he I remember. That's my ass for not jumping on that fumble. So I had I had to try it. I think he ended up coming up with it too, so that was a good thing. I can't remember too much. I haven't watched. I haven't watched a whole lot. Like I've I've been in and out of the Panthers game just because I've been so into the Saints. And I know you have. And like I know you told me that you're not worried about the Panthers against the Saints. Mm-mm. But them playing them like they're playing them one week and then they're they then they got to play them like the second week after that. Yeah, dude, them Saints might be sleeping on them Panthers. They they're a good team. Mm. What do you think, Ross? God, who who Carolina just get beat by Pittsburgh? Yeah, yeah, bad. That was a, that was a, that was a, a total ass kicking. I think that took them out of that tier of scary teams for me. That it's just like, made their their mentality, like their entire like vibe, was just destroyed because of that game. I feel right? like, and I, I feel yeah. like r- the rest of this season, they're just not going to be able to recover from that one. I'm not saying they can't have a good rest of the regular season, but I, I just have trouble seeing playoff success after that. That I mean, that was a beating, dude. That was a that was not two teams that deserved to be on the same field. That was a beating. They made they made Key Cat stew real hard in Pittsburgh. Yeah. They beat them with 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 uh, with beams of, of metal and and all other shit that Pittsburgh does. <laughs> it was it was pretty rough. But, but the, the, the Panthers are not the the, the the Bills, 
You know, they're not no, they're not no. a team that's just going to get whooped up on. So <laughs> they, they the just Saints got whooped up though, like, they like bad. Been, so you think about <laughs> the Saints defense the way that they played in the beginning of the year. They've been they've been doing a lot better the last what three or four weeks. They've been playing a hell of a lot better. Oh hell so yeah! Not play against the Panthers because if they don't, if they sleep on them, just watch. Just watch. Oh, I'm with you. No, the Panthers' defense is to be respected. Like, if if the Saints think that that's not going to be a tough game, I, I don't. I feel like the Breeze is smart enough to get that team mentally on the right page. You know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't let the team go into that situation thinking this is going to be a cupcake game. So you're ready to say black and gold to the Super Bowl? Uh, if that covers both Pittsburgh and New Orleans, and I get one of the two. I know you've been lo- you've been losing a lot of money. No, nah, just this past week. <laughs> past week. No, you okay. can't call people out for shit like that. <laughs> you, you tweet it. You tweet it. Know, it's, just, it's public. It's public info. I'm just playing. Yeah, no, just this this past weekend, I got spanked around a little bit, but before that, I went on like a ridiculous run for like two months. Uh, it was nice. So shoe game got stronger for sure. Oh, it got out of control. I had to change up the whole fucking way I store my shit now. Oh, shit. So now you have yeah. to buy extra closet space due to all the winnings. So that's beautiful. I mean, at least you got that. At least you can, that's, like, you know, that's move very true. I, I, I do have a lot of shoes. Nobody can take them shits away from me either. Do you, store, do you store your, your shoes in, like, Walmart plastic tubs? No, dude. That's, like, crazy OCD shit. People uh, do that? Yeah, there. I've seen people like my grandmother. Like she keeps all of her shoes in plastic tubs. Yeah, that's like a grandma move, though, dude. If I did that, that'd be weird. I'm I'm thirty, you know. I'm thirty. I don't think I'm it not. would be weird at all. I think I think it would be like very innovative of you. You'd be like, I'm I'm showing the world a new way to keep your shoes. I'm doing the no, grandma. Depends on how much you spend. Depends <laughs> on how much you spend. <laughs> yeah, just keep them in the box and in plastic tubs, so you have like four pairs in one plastic tub. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous! Oh, we don't have plastic right. tubs. I don't know. We we got to get back on topic. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> Washington's defense. All right, they're allowing seventeen point nine fantasy points to quarterbacks, thirteen point five fantasy points to running backs, and twenty four fantasy points to wide receivers. So, with those kind of numbers being thrown at you, it's pretty obvious to say that Houston wide receivers are going to have a really good week this week. Who is one of your number one guys you're looking at to start for the Houston Texans this week? Oh, man. I think that the person people might downplay a little bit that has had kind of a rougher season and I feel like caught a lot of flack is Lamar Miller. Like, he's he's going to get more passes out of the backfield this week if you're in a PPR league or whatever. And you're probably going to see the the version of Lamar Miller that you hope for every Sunday that rarely comes. Yeah, we've so only got like one good guy week. I would look to. One or two. Yeah, we've had we've had about two good weeks of Lamar Miller. So I'd love to see. I actually have him in one of my leagues. I'm starting him up in my 14 teamer that I'm in. So it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those games where it's just he's just so iffy. He's so iffy this season, man. I don't really know when or when not to start him but looking at the data itself as long as he's catching passes i think lamar miller's going to be okay because if he's running it up the gut man this this redskins defense is brutal see and i feel like bill o'brien there was a there was a game a couple weeks ago maybe a few weeks ago where he just, lamar miller just couldn't move the ball he just couldn't do anything he couldn't get anything done 
and it was, I mean, I guess it was during this winning streak. Maybe it was, I don't know, man. This whole season's a blur. I'm so confused. I can't believe we won six in a row. Anyway, <laughs> point is, point is, he couldn't move the ball. And Bill O'Brien just kept running him up the gut. And I was like, what is he doing? This guy has never been, that's never been his style. Like, he, he might not run like Arian Foster, but he has a style similar to Arian. And, they, like, you want him swinging on the outside. You don't I want haven't him. heard of him so long. Arian Foster? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't even thought about him in so long. He makes oh, music dude, now. what? He's out there grinding. I, I know. I just I haven't he's heard Arian Foster's name. He's, I mean, he's, he's, got, got, a he's, like, he's, he's got, got a podcast. Out. Yeah, he's got a show. Really? I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He dropped an album and shit, like, and has a mm-hmm. podcast. He's up on that most high shit. Real talk. Okay then. Okay then. Okay then. He talk. He he doesn't. He doesn't give his kids wine like LeBron does. But I mean, he talks about <laughs> on the trees. He smokes. He, he smokes a lot of trees and plays a lot of golf, man. He does. That's true. The only other dude on Houston's offense that I can't tell. Like, I think he's playing tomorrow. I'm pretty sure he's going to be playing on Sunday. Is uh, Kiki Cootie. Do you love me? Are you writing? I am. Uh, at least for the... I guarantee you ESPN used that shit in some play em or sit em segment They've, today on their show. On their they, probably, they probably played it on the Genesis Halftime Show, how they're trying to attract millennials to watch more Monday Night Sports, but they're doing a horrible job of it. Um, yeah. I I've noticed that. that. You love it? You like the, the halftime? They they look like uh, they're car commercials, but with music videos <laughs> happening in them. Like the, the the Lil Wayne one looked like it had the filter for a car, like Chevy Silverado. Like you're about to feel that type of vibe, and then it's 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 a Lil Wayne <laughs> performance for like for five ten minutes. You're just like, what the fuck is going on? It's not live. Like, do you think we think it's live? Because we know it's not live. Dude, they tricked me on that because I literally the Monday night game against the Saints and the Redskins. I thought Lil Wayne was about to like come out in the dome and perform, and then they just showed like the like you said like the car commercial shit. And I was like, "What is this?" And then the next week they have like garbage, and then they have like false advertising for real. Like somebody needs to sue them for false advertising. Oh no! The only thing exciting about Monday night has been Booger McFarlane, though, with everything he's been saying about pissing his pants on the sideline when he played for the Buccaneers, and then telling Kelvin Benjamin that he's one Popeye's biscuit away from being a tight end. That was like, <laughs> that was prime, dude. That Yo, was that was prime. all right. The second one was one of the best lines I've ever heard from any commentator ever. No, no joke. I I really do like Booger. I think he's great. They are fucking that man up so bad by sticking him in that weird <laughs> Professor X chair yes, yes. down on that sideline, dude. Why are they doing him like that? They need to put him on – kick one. Jason Witten is the worst commentator ever. Pull that dude out. Put Booger up there. Everything everything will be fine. They got to like, get him just, off that field. That they stapled is- hair on Jason Witten and then, like, gave him, like, a piece of paper and he reads it. That's all he does. Dude, he looks so confused and lost. Up there. <laughs> yeah, he's not Tony Romo. They thought they were getting Tony, but it didn't happen. I like keep waiting for him to come out and be like, "I am not a charismatic guy." Just say it, like straight up into the, into the camera. <laughs> it's gonna happen sooner or later. We'll we'll make sure. Like you got to call him out on the RBP podcast. I'm really week. struggling here, folks. That's like Jason <laughs> Witten. I can't do it. Hard Jason time Witten. for me. I just need to I'm be catching done. footballs at the high school football <laughs> field, guys. This is all I need to be doing. 
Real shit. But, dude, Ross, it was a pleasure having you on the pod, man. Um, we're going to have to get up to Austin to kick it again pretty soon. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for having got- me on. I appreciate it. Oh, he's going to have to hop in the car the next time. We're, we're going to make this happen. Um, it's going to be baller, man. We're going to have a killer time. Where can nice. they follow you at, Ross? At WR Bolin, at W-R-B-O-L-E-N on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. You hit me on those three and everything else you need to know will come your way. Beautiful. All right. Well, we're getting back to it. Thanks again, Ross. Thanks, y'all. And we're back. And that interview was brought to you by Thrive Fantasy Sports. Thrive Fantasy is the brand new way to play DFS. In Louisiana, we're pretty new to DFS. So we're going to get some new DFS coming in January. But Thrive Fantasy Sports is the first place you should visit to check out DFS because it's a brand new way to play. It all has to do with the opportunity. It's all about props. Props are number one. That's where you need to go when you're playing DFS. Excuse. Because when you're playing Proportunities, you're playing Realtunities. So let's Realtune it. You want to Realtune it? Yeah, let's do it. You want to Realtune it? Sure. Realtune it. Who was somebody you should have played this week that could have got you a million dollars in DFS? A million dollars? Probably nobody. But Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb was a million dollar winner. This I week. don't know. You think so? Nick was Chubb was one of the guys that was in the million dollar lineup. Yes. Yeah, he's probably cheap. Uh, I guess I can. He was that. cheap, and he was a million dollar lineup guy. And we could have played you, Nick. So we'll, we'll check you out next week, though. Love you, Nick. Big big love to Nick Chubb. We all have a Chubb for Chubb. Everybody. Do you have a Chubb for Chubb? Can't go without one. All right, so so if we talked to Ross, we we talked a little bit about this week. Is it time for the fastest fantasy rundown? Yes, let's 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 do that. Let's uh let's bring it up here. All right, so kick us off. Let's go. Week eleven or ten? Which one are you going on? Week eleven. Week fastest eleven. Fantasy All right. rundown. All right. First off, Thursday night, we got the Green Bay Packers. Seattle Seahawks. So let's go back to September 26, 2012. There was a lot of confusion on the Seahawks field, but Paul Ryan was not confused. And Paul Ryan said, these referees suck. They sucked a fat dick. And that's exactly the same kind of dick they're going to suck, a fat one. Because Tyler, the Rocket Locket, is going to be the one guy you want to start for he scores touchdowns. the Seattle Seahawks. And he's the only guy. And if you're looking on the red, the, 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 not the red skin, the, 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 the Green Bay Packers side of the ball, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones. There's a lot of Aarons on that team. Aaron Jones is going to run real far inside the end zone. He's going to take all the bird food away. Continue. Cowboys, Falcons. We're going to giddy on up down to the Dallas sidelines. The Dallas sidelines are going to look for a good old boy named Mark Cooper. Mark Cooper going to get down there in that end zone. He going to Dallas it up for him. He going to make it real, real good. And the only other guy you can look for on the Atlanta side of the ball is Julio Jones. Because Julio Jones is who, who, Julio, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns in a week. Julio, two weeks. Two weeks, two touchdowns. 
touchdown. Julio's unheard of. We ain't heard in years. Start Julio. That's all I gotta say. If you named your kid after Dallas, Bengals and Ravens. No, uh, Bengals. There's a lot of tigers out there, but there's a lot of tigers that eat birds. But don't worry this week because Flappin' Joe Flacco is going to make sure there is no bird eaten in Cincinnati because they're not in Cincinnati. They're in Baltimore, and he's going to flap all over them tigers because Hugh Jackson doesn't understand the realness between a team that could almost win and a team that could win. He's going to make that team not win. And that's the way we're looking at okay, it. Okay. So when you're seeing that Joe Flacco is nocturnal, there's no sleeping for that bird. And the only other guy that you should worry about on this offense is John Ross because he's the one guy that no cornerback is worried about. Continue. Panthers, Lions. Cat scratch fever. A lot of cat scratch fever in Detroit. But the one thing you need to worry about is that next week Thanksgiving's coming up. And there's no place like home for the Galladays. That's right. Kenny Galladay. He's going to kill the game. He's going to make it real, real good. So you better get Kenny Galladay on your fantasy squad this week. And the only fungus that's hitting real hard for me in Carolina is the Funchess fungus. That's right. Devin Funchess will get in the end zone this week, and he's going to make it happen for Carolina. So get ready because Christian McCaffrey's already going to take Cam Newton's job and do his feet, feet, feet touchdown. And that's all that happens there. Titans, Colts. Titans, Colts, you better understand the one thing about this game is that there's a lot of things that go down in Indy, and race cars have a lot to do with them. Get ready for race car. Mr. Corey Davis, he's going to run in the end zone. Corey Davis is one of the guys that you couldn't count on, but now you can because it's a race, race, race car because the Tennessee Titans are the dark horse team of the AFC South. Buccaneers, Giants. A lot of Fitz magic's been going on. You've been pulling rabbits out your hats. You've been pulling sparkles out your ass. But not this week. Fitz magic becomes Fitz tragic. That's right. Fitz tragic is coming. There's nothing you need to stop it. You gotta put Fitz magic on your bench this week against one of the defenses that aren't allowing more than 15 points to fantasy quarterbacks. It's time to set aside Fitz magic and look. To another realm to find your quarterback contest magicness. There's no more magic in Fitz, Fitzpatrick. That's all I gotta say. About I, I I received that message. Saquon's got real big thighs. He's gonna run fast. Jesus, does he? My God! All right, Texans, Redskins. There's only one choo-choo train coming to town, and that's Demarius Thomas. Thomas the Choo Choo D-Hop train. That's two wide receivers that are going to kill it this week. And there's only one reason why. Because the defense for the Denver Broncos has been stout. They've been stout, stout. But obviously, Mr. Ross Bowen says Lamar Miller is going to kill the game. Uh, We have to take that back. Rewind. We just trick played you because the Texans are playing the Redskins. You didn't even know what was happening. But bam, bam, thank you, ma'am. There's nothing Josh Norman can do against this Redskins offense. 
because like Mr. Ross Boland said, Kiki Coutier is questionable, but he's going to get in that end zone. All right, real Steelers, hard. Jaguars. Did I mess up that game? Steelers, yes. Jaguars. Are we going back to another game? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Big Ben died two weeks ago. There's nothing you can do about the death. All he you didn't can do die, about fell down. is he fell the down. rebirth of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and it's a heavy one. And let me tell you a little bit about Juju this. has more yards than Antonio. There is no voodoo in this game for Juju because Juju's going to make sure that good, good happens. There's no more good, good that can happen for Juju than to make sure Jalen Ramsey gets a big slap on the face. I haven't heard Jalen Ramsey talk shit about Juju yet. Big Daddy Ben Roethlisberger is going to piss on his face. But Jalen Ramsey hasn't said anything about Big Ben, Antonio, Juju. The steel. I've heard Am I already fucked up in one matchup? There's nothing more we can do. Continue. All right, yeah, and the shit game, the doo doo game, the bad game, the horrible. The it'll probably last six quarters, but the Raiders are playing the Cardinals. Let's talk about the Raiders Cardinals. There's going to be two teams on the field. This is going to be one of those games that you know you can real sad about, and uh, you're not really going to watch it. But uh, David Johnson, good job. Broncos Chargers. game of the week! <laughs> Broncos Chargers. Continue. Next game. Broncos Chargers. It's going to be really electrical because Melvin Gordon's going to make sure he just electrocutes through the line of this team. This team cannot understand the level of fucking velocity that the Chargers have because the Chargers are going to charge all the Broncos defense. And even though I said the Broncos could play another team, I was mistaken and I lied about it. But <laughs> all right, I'm going to tell so you next, the truth. Uh, the Broncos are going to do real good with Jeff Hurman. Jeff Hurman is going to be in the end zone. Start Jeff Hurman. Go. Uh, all right. So the next game is the Aints against the Eagles. You say the Aints, but I say the Saints because the Saints are the number one team in, in the AFC, in the NFC, in every C that they're ever is imaginable. The Saints are the greatest team that ever were to be in this year, and there's nothing they can do because the Eagles just lost to the Cowboys, and the Cowboys suck shit. So that obviously lets you know that the Saints this isn't going to be a game. This is going to be a let's Vikings the win game. The Vikings powerhouse, two powerhouse defenses. Trump, 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 Trubisky. That's the only guy you need to worry about starting this game with Toluca. Really? No, so no start Thielen. No start Diggs. Thielen will Thielen. No That's start Rudolph. Yeah, Thielen will Thielen. No start Dalvin Cook. Fuck a Rudolph. Fuck a Dalvin Cook. Which one? Who you got between uh, Thielen's gonna this Thielen? Week, this week, Thielen's, who you got? Thielen's gonna Thielen. This week, who you got? Thielen's you got Cohen Thielen. or you got Howard? All Saints start All Saints and. And you know what else? I'm worried to say I think Howard's going to do better than, than um, Cohen. Start your Cohen, and Thielen's going to Thielen. That's all i got to say. All right. The second best game Start of the your year. Saints! The second best game of the year. It's not playing in Mexico because players decided they were probably going to sit out for pork field conditions. Understandable. Do not drink Chiefs the water. At the Rams in L.A. Don't drink the water. Who's gonna win? Mexico. Who's gonna win? Make sure you get back. Who's gonna win? To Los Angeles for you do the show. The Rams are gonna be the they Chiefs. They don't care. Is that what you're saying? About Mexico, they want a ball. 
And Brandon Cooks is going to lead your team to victory this week. So start you, Brandon Cooks. And he's going to be the one that gets you there because Cooper Cup is out for the rest of the season. And if you have any players from the Kansas City Chiefs, start them all. Just start them. Just start them. Just start them all. Don't start the <laughs> oh, the Rams. Oh, the Rams. Start, start, start them, them all. all. Rams, uh, the Rams, Rams and Chiefs, Chiefs uh, on Sorry their way all. back from Mexico, yeah, yeah, they left started. their defenses once again. Yes, yeah, um, defense is still in Mexico. This game, if you're betting this game, please bet the over. I don't care if the over is a hundred points. Bet the over. Yeah, just gotta, bet. But just every bet. time it seems, I feel like every time we see these games coming, like we see like these crazy scoring games, it ends up the lowest scoring game of the year. Hey, who, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. So the one thing you should care about is that we gave you the fastest rundown. We we did it for you. We gave you a badass interview with Ross Boland. And we talked about the news from this week. So, I mean, we did everything we had to do. So, Jordan, where can they follow you this week? Um, At supportjewels.com. And why should they follow you there? Because Big Tobacco is trying to be Big Pharma. And they need to step the fuck off. Millennials step off! Millennials speak. Step off! Millennials speak. They they they're gonna piss off so much of the voting force that they're gonna think that we're not even voting. Your ears are hurting right now, but you should step off and like like tell the government to suck a cock because they're trying to ban it all yeah we're making things happen right now like people are like young we're moving on the youth of of our country are moving on from cigarettes and they're moving on to vape and you should just let it happen but they can't let it happen because they're like oh my god we're gonna die it's like that's what was meant to happen so get get ready for it like what the fuck are you waiting on yeah, I don't really so sportjewels.com. That's where you can find me. Chase, where can they follow you at? You, you can follow me at Garage Guy Chase on Twitter, Instagram, um, everywhere basically. On Snapchat as well. At Garage Guy Chase. Follow me there. And follow our page at Garage Guys FS. And follow us on Patreon. Just search Garage Guys Fantasy Sports. And support us and roll on with us because we love the Garage Fam. Uh, what what's our slogan? It's a uh, sports party. Repeat. Let's go.